Hey, it's your friend SJ and welcome to the Wellness and Wellies podcast. Hey friend, welcome to today's episode. We are in the end of January and I am well in the thick of boxes and moving and organising and all of the overwhelm and the stress and everything that comes with it. And if you are someone who has any amazing tips around moving, I would love, love, love to hear them. If this is your first time listening, hey, I'm SJ, welcome to the Wellness and Wellies podcast. And if we haven't met before, welcome, I'm SJ. I live on a farm in Dorset and we are just about to move to a different farm about three and a half, four hours north of where we are in the UK to a new farm in a county called Shropshire. And we are doing that over the week's half term in February. And life right now is super crazy. And one of the things that really has sort of helped to keep me on track and keep me focused on the things that are important, the things that are going to keep me in a really, really good place has been my 90 day health and fitness planner. And if you haven't checked out the planner, you haven't downloaded it, it's still there for you to download as a digital copy or If you would like to grab yourself a hardback copy, I do have a really, really small number of them left in my office that I found whilst I have been packing boxes. So if you would like a hardback copy of my 90 day health and fitness planner, it's called Rest, Fuel, Move. And within the planner, whether you have the hardback copy or the digital copy, you're going to find space for goal setting. You're going to find space to meal plan. There is room for you to time block. There is space for you to keep track of your exercise, your sleep, your water that you're drinking, just everything that is really, really key when you are perhaps working towards a health and fitness goal. Or if you are like me and you are going through a really stressful time, it really helps you to ground yourself in those things that are important, like getting the rest that you need getting the right food to fuel your body and also the movement, the exercise and you can keep track of it all in one place and you can also do your week's planning within this 90-day planner. If you would like to get your hands on a digital copy, the link is in the show notes. You can grab that really simply. You can download it as a PDF, you can print it out at home or you can use like an online printer or take it to like Staples or somewhere, get it printed, get it bounded as big or as small as you like. Or if you would like a hardback copy, please send me an email. The email is in the show notes and I can work out with you where you are and get one sent over to you. I only have like less than 10 sitting in my office. So if you would like one of those, give me a shout. Now, today's episode, I want to talk to you about something that really kind of has been something that I've always known. I've always known this, but it wasn't until I read this book that I really, really was like, oh my gosh, like, hallelujah, someone has done the science and the research and proven what I thought and what I knew all the time to be true. So I titled this podcast, The Book That Changed my perspective on food and weight loss and diets forever. And I really feel that if you go and grab this book and you read it, 
it is just gonna change the way that you look at food and honestly it's one of those things where once you've had your eyes opened and you are aware of these things it's something you can't unsee again and that for me has been absolutely life-changing and it's really opened up this narrative to me to kind of look a little bit further than like what we think is reality and like it, it's almost a bit like the matrix I'm sure you've seen that film where you kind of go about your day-to-day business but then once you've seen actually what the matrix is you can't unsee it and I think this book really does sort of lift the veil around the food industry and what is going on when it comes to our food so drum roll the book is called ultra processed people and it is by a British doctor called Chris Van Tulliken. So Chris spelt C-H-R-I-S, <laughs> Van, V-A-N, and then his surname is T-U-L-L-E-K-N. And the book is called Ultra Processed People. And I really, really recommend that you go and grab that book, whether it's on Amazon, whether you download it and listen to it. Um, I have got the hardback copy and I have got the audio copy because I often find that actually sometimes I listen to something and then I want to go back and actually read it and highlight it and make some notes on it. But honestly, I am not sort of being overdramatic when I'm telling you that this book really, really is like a game changer. Now, as a personal trainer, I have always sort of preached the um, eat whole foods and, you know, focus on eating good nutrition, foods that are going to be full of vitamins and nutrients to fuel your body. And I think those of us that work in the nutrition and the fitness space, we know this stuff and it has been like a real like battle sometimes, certainly for myself and then also for the for the ladies that I have worked with is we have been like working out and we have been eating like low calorie diets but for some reason like we can't get ourselves to lose weight or perhaps you're somebody who just really really struggles with cravings for like a particular type of food and you just can't help yourself and maybe you are somebody who is overweight maybe you're obese and there's a huge percentage of um, the population in the UK and also in the US I know who, who are this book really kind of helps you to feel like you're not alone and that the reason you've been trying so hard to lose weight and perhaps not have success is because of something that is beyond your control and that's not to say that this is like an excuse for us to just kind of give up and to stop like being healthy but actually what this book does is it explains why it is so difficult to lose weight in the world that we live in. Now it's a great book and Chris has done a huge amount of research and you just absolutely have to go and read or listen to this book but ultimately this book is about the difference between the foods that we eat and the impact that they have on our body. So he's talking about the differences between like whole foods, processed foods and then what he terms as ultra processed foods 
and he goes really deep into all of the science behind ultra processed foods and the ingredients and the additives and the impacts that they have on your health and you know how those ingredients and additives are pretty much in everything that we eat and he talks about how difficult it can be for us to avoid those ingredients but really this book is almost like you read it you understand what he's talking about and it just really does open your eyes to the food industry to what is going on within the food industry and the food that we are eating the marketing the like the billions and billions of dollars that these food companies make making food that really actually isn't like I wouldn't describe it myself now I've read this book as food so let me give you an example now we know about whole foods we know about foods that are in their natural form you know if you eat an apple an apple is an apple if you eat a piece of fish a piece of fish is a piece of fish And what Chris is talking about in his book is the difference between like a natural processing when it comes to food that we as humans have done for years and years and years because we can't consume, like our bodies are not capable of consuming food in its raw state. So if, for example, you think about a piece of fish, like we don't eat raw fish, we cook it. So we do something to it, we process it in a form. If you think about um, like a carrot, we peel it, we chop it, we cook it so that it's more tender and then it's easier for our bodies to consume. We use ingredients um, like milk, for example, like cow's milk, and we churn it and we process it and we turn that into butter. Uh, We use ingredients um, like wheat flour, and we mix it with um, water and we turn it into bread, for example. Now, he is really distinguishing the difference between like what I would describe as sort of simple processing. And he does really dig into the real definitions and the differences between them. And he really kind of like identifies the difference between like this simple processing of, you know, taking a whole food, cooking with it doing something to it you know like maybe turning it into cheese or something like that um, where you are using that product to make something that is easily consumed and is still a good nutritional value whereas the ultra processed food are the foods that are taken and you know like adapted and like pulled apart like the ingredients pulled apart things put back together extra things added and then it's put into like a plastic wrapper and some with some kind of preservatives and it is put in a box and then it's put on a shelf in a supermarket so we're talking like you know like things like oreos we're talking about like the kind of bread that you and i would see in the supermarkets We're talking about all those foods that have got like some kind of marketing behind them that perhaps make some kind of like health claim or have a whole whole list of ingredients on the ingredients label. And some of those ingredients are not the things that you would have in your average kitchen. 
And I think that's a really good distinguishing factor is the ingredients label because you could buy and I always talk about yogurt because <laughs> yogurt is such a good example like you could go into a shop and you can buy a tub of yogurt and you can read the ingredients and one of the ingredients if you're buying a natural yogurt it's going to be milk but if you buy a yogurt that's like a strawberry yogurt a flavored yogurt if you look at the ingredients on the back of that yogurt you're going to see a whole host of things that you don't recognize you're going to notice like flavorings and preservatives and emulsifiers and just so many kind of ingredients that you would not have in your average home Another great example is like breakfast cereal. So if you think about like um, plain oats that you might maybe um, use to make porridge, for example, or if you're somebody who likes to make like overnight oats and you would then take the oats and maybe add some milk and some fruit to them, that is a whole different type of processing to like Cocoa Pops and Lucky Charms and you know all of those kind of um, like cereals and mueslis and granolas and all of those kind of things that if you actually look at the back of the ingredients on the box although it kind of looks like it's healthy when you read it, the ingredients you're going to see like a whole host of things that you probably don't have in your kitchen and the fact that it's been like packaged and you know, has got this amazing kind of branding on it, that is a really, really big clue that these foods have been created not because they're high in nutritional value, but actually what they're doing is they're creating like a product that is low quality, low nutritional value, and actually is going to make them a lot of money. So let me give you an example. And I think pizza is a really, really good example to talk about here. So you can take some ingredients like flour and water and you can make your own like pizza dough. You can mix it together. You can make your own dough. You could stick it in your bread maker if you have one and your uh, machine would then mix those ingredients together and make a pizza dough. And that pizza dough would have, obviously it would be processed, but it wouldn't be ultra processed because you've taken really basic ingredients from your cupboard, things that are readily available in the average kitchen, you've turned it into a product. And that product is gonna have like a short shelf life. You're gonna need to use that pizza dough. You're gonna need to, um, you know, make your pizza quite quickly you're then probably gonna go into like your fridge and grab some ingredients, you know, like some peppers and some mushrooms, um, maybe some chicken, you know, maybe you're gonna put some cheese on top. And those are all like, again, ingredients that are natural, that don't have like a really long ingredients list. And then you're then gonna put those on top and put it in the oven and cook it. So that pizza is processed because you have processed the ingredients, you've made the dough, you've put ingredients on top of the dough and then you're cooking it in the oven. 
Now, I'm not here to have an argument about gluten and that kind of things, but when you think about a pizza from that perspective and you think about like proper Italian pizza, um, for those of you that have been to Italy, I've, I've been really fortunate to go to Italy on a number of occasions to have like proper Italian, like homemade pizza. It is just the best. Like it's quality ingredients. You can literally taste like the olive oil in the pizza base. It's just gorgeous. Now that is going to be the kind of food that you know, nutritionally, there's probably quite a few carbs or whatever, but it's not gonna be harmful for you. And it's also the kind of food that you can't eat too much of it because it's food in its most natural form, the most natural state. So you can get quite full on it quite easily. Now, if you think to like a frozen pizza or um, a pizza that you might get from like Domino's for example, then that is a totally different pizza because the ingredients that they're gonna use in that pizza vase are very different. They're gonna be, there's gonna be a lot of things like emulsifiers and preservatives. Somebody will have spent a lot of time in a factory kitchen, in a lab, you know, like identifying all of the different components that are gonna make like that pizza taste the most amazing that it can be. And they are gonna be then packaging it and, you know, making it look really, really appealing on the shelves. So you can really kind of get an idea of all of the time and money and investment that goes into making that product. So that company is looking to make a profit on that product. So that pizza is gonna be ultra processed, but it's gonna have like lower quality ingredients than our homemade or, you know, our homemade Italian pizza from Italy. It's gonna have lower quality ingredients. It's not gonna have great nutritional value. It's gonna be high in fat. It's gonna be high in like flavorings and preservatives and things like that. But, and this is the key thing, is it's gonna be a lot easier to eat a higher quantity of it because that is what these companies want us to do. They want us to buy this low quality, high fat, high sugar food that has really low nutritional value and they want us to consume a lot of it because the more we consume, the more money they make, the more profits they make, the contents of that food is gonna be low quality. It's not going to have any like major health benefits or anything like that. It's really, really is about these companies making money. And this is why you really need to read this book because it really kind of goes into like way more detail than I can ever do on one podcast. And this is why I really, really encourage you to like listen to it, read it and just like really open your eyes and your mind to what this author is saying. He has had to take on like this multi-billion dollar food industries. He's had to be incredibly careful about what he says and how he says it 
because obviously this kind of information is not what these companies want to hear. They don't want us to know this information because it means that if we all decide that we're just going to go home and start cooking our own food like our, you know, our grandparents and, and that used to, they're not going to be making the kind of money and the kind of profits that they are. So as I said, this book really has been a game changer. Like I've known this stuff in the past and if you've been around a while you would have heard me talking about some of my experiences various different like weight loss programs like Weight Watchers and Slimming World and things that we have in this country and how I really struggled with some of the concepts that they had behind those programs because they were focusing more on like thinking about the number of calories rather than the quality of food that we were eating and some of the um like I'll use Slimming World for example they give you like these free foods and they allocate sins towards certain foods and it really kind of never sort of made sense to me because it was encouraging to eat like you know low calorie food but those foods weren't necessarily good when it comes to like your like nutritional benefit and we as a society really have had this kind of like brainwashing around what food companies are telling us that we think is healthy you know how we should be eating like low fat foods because fat is bad for us and how you know we should be eating like these spreadable margarines and actually butter's not good for us but actually when you read this book and you really kind of think about it and you think about going back to basics and the way that our grandparents our great-grandparents used to eat it's eye-opening because like there is a correlation between the introduction of this like ultra processed food and the increase in levels of obesity and all of the health problems that come with this. And the problem for us as individuals is that we are surrounded by it. And I know in the UK, like our laws around ingredients and food are a lot stricter. We have rules about the type of advertisements that we're allowed to have around children and that kind of thing. But it is still out there. This food is everywhere. This, you know, this ultra processed food is everywhere. And it's really, really hard for us to like escape it it's really hard to find food like on the go for example that doesn't have that isn't ultra processed and I really think that if you read this book and you go away from it and you feel like your eyes have been opened the next challenge is then to think about how do I help myself my family the people around me from like and trying to avoid ultra processed food as much as possible because I have to say I think it's pretty much impossible to avoid some like what steps can you take for yourself and for your family to reduce the consumption of ultra processed food in your home and I really think like this is where my role with this podcast can really help because like Chris Van Tullican, he gives you the science. He gives you all of that information so that you kind of understand, you come away 
like from this book really understanding like why this stuff isn't good for you and it helps you to understand why you might be struggling to lose weight why you're having cravings with certain types of ultra processed food so it takes away the guilt and the shame because it's hard like this stuff is everywhere and these food companies are extremely wealthy and they want your money and they don't care about your health but I think this is where I can help because I've read this book, (laughs) I've gone back to it over and over and over again. And I really started over the past like three, four months in my household, really digging into how do we remove these ultra processed foods from our day-to-day lives and how we can go about doing that in a way that isn't hugely expensive because obviously you know there is a difference in cost in foods and the challenges of you know like the cost of living crisis and that sort of thing but I really feel that with a bit of time and thought and effort that we can do this together that we can find a way to remove all of these nasty ingredients from our family's food and diets and to find a way for us to like eat a healthier way and a way that where we're removing these ultra processed foods and that's what I'm working on and I would love for you to come on this journey with me I would love for you to share your thoughts on the book if you go away and read it and I would love you to tell me how I can help you what do you need do you need like grocery lists do you need recipes do you need like meal plans like what can I do to help and support you to be able to remove these ultra processed foods from your diet and from your family's diet and that is what I really feel my my goal is is to help you and your family to do that because not only is that going to help you like in so many ways like physically in reducing disease it's going to help you lose weight although this isn't about this isn't necessarily like the main focus being weight loss but it is going to help you to lose weight if that is your goal it's going to help you mentally in so many ways and it's going to help you with longevity like getting these ingredients out of your diet now is going to help you to live longer and be stronger and fitter and healthier for as long as possible so we're going to be working through this together And as a side note to all of this, because ultimately here we are on a podcast where we're talking about perimenopause and menopause, the impact of these ingredients and these preservatives on our hormones, on our endocrine system is just scary. And I really, really feel that for us as menopausal, perimenopausal women, if we can shift our diet and the food that we're eating to remove these ultra processed foods that is going to have like such a huge benefit on your health and your hormones and the way that you feel so I know I've opened up like a massive can of worms but I think one of the first steps to do is to go and grab the book and read it and as Chris Van Tullican says as, as you're reading the book is don't like instantly give up ultra processed foods like he advises you to keep eating it while you're reading the book give yourself some time to read the book to digest it to kind of absorb the information 
and then to think about like what are going to be your next steps and that's where I come in and that's where this 90 day health and fitness planner as well can help and support you because that's going to be the space where you can do your meal planning you can record like the foods that you're eating you can keep a track of like how you're feeling you can keep a track of your exercise you can keep a track of all of your um like your activities and it's going to be a really really good way for you to ground yourself if you are wanting to make this change and I'm going to be here to support you I'm going to be putting together some ideas some recipes some you know like meal plans some shopping like grocery lists and things like that to help us as we go through this process together. So shall we link arms and let's do this? Because I really think that this change that we can make in our small little pocket of the internet can have a massive ripple effect on the people around us. So go grab that book. And I will just say here, like I don't get any kind of commissions from advocating this book by any means go and grab the book I have linked it on Amazon in the show notes for you um, and drop me an email send me a message over on Instagram and let me know how you get on and what your thoughts are have an amazing day my friend I'm going to go back to packing some boxes and I will catch you in the next episode